Now, what's up, guys? Welcome to this episode of the G-Team podcast. The G-Team is a group of young people dedicated to providing people with the knowledge to make the most of their life, sharing practical ways to maximize productivity, and offering support to those who need it to create a more fulfilled life. My name is Peter. And I'm Olu. And we're your hosts for this podcast. Thanks for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy listening. What's up, guys? Today, we have our final episode of season one of the G Team podcast. And today, we have Ash and Garda, uh, two pretty relatively new members of the G Team. I hope they've been enjoying themselves so far. And if you guys would like to introduce yourselves. Um, so I'm Ashvia. I'm 19 and I go to Loughborough Uni. And I'm Garda. I'm currently doing my master's in counselling at Bangor University. And I'm 25. Hey. So yeah, so today's topic, um, talking about something that affects pretty much all of us, is uh, social media. And uh, pretty much everything that's happening around social media, how we use it, what we think about it. Um, and yeah, I think uh, I think beforehand, when we were thinking about this episode, we did a lot of research. I mean, me and Olu started watching The Social Dilemma. Did you watch it? The Social Dilemma? Yeah. On Netflix. Sure. Are you guys seeing it too? Has anyone else yeah. seen it? Yes. Lovely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's something like that and it got us thinking about this and whatnot. Um, it was definitely interesting to see in terms of obviously how, how much it's integrated into society right now and how pretty much everyone uses it. I think, um, was it 86% of people use social media? No, 86% of people from 18 to 25 use social media, which is lower than I actually thought it was, to be honest. Um, I thought it'd be at least 90 but um, three, I think three point something billion people around the world use social media, so it's almost half. It's pretty much everyone uses it. And yeah, I guess the first question is, do you guys use it? And when did you start using it? Um, yeah, of course I do use it, although I'm trying to cut down from using it. Um, I think I started using it when I was like 14 or 15, so quite a long time ago, which is not good, but yeah. And I still use it now, although I am trying to cut down and like have that balance. Yeah. What were you, Ash? Um, so like, obviously when I was younger, like 13, 14, it was like Facebook and like Skype. And then as I've gotten older, it's like gradually changed. So mm-hmm. like later high school year, sixth form, it was snapped, like everyone was on Snapchat and um, Insta. But now I've gotten older, I kind of just like to check my LinkedIn and like WhatsApp. So it's kind of just, I've always used it, but it's always like been different at different ages. Okay, so you know, like we, we both started, like all of us, like probably around like age thirteen. Like that was like the regulated age that like you're not meant to have it before then. Pretty much when you make your face your fake Facebook account, so you can play farm yeah. with your friends. <laughs> exactly. You know, farm was just massive, too big back in the day. But like you said, you've gone from that earlier period where it was like more like Facebook, Skype, through to Instagram, Snapchat, and now it's more like LinkedIn, WhatsApp. And you can see like your intentions kind of change as you're as you're growing. 
Like, what would you say the reason that you got social media was? For example, when you first started compared to right now? And like, what's the reason that you use it right now? Well, I can go. Um, no, you're 100% right. I think our intentions have definitely changed, at least for me. When I first got it when I was young, it was honestly to actually just keep in touch with my friends, mostly as in, I remember like Blackberry, so BBM. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was like this thing. It was, it was like, you know, just to meet with friends. And obviously, Blackberry back in the day was like such a big thing. But I think now there's two aspects to why I have social media. One is honestly like, you know, things like this, like what we do for the G team or like my, my page about spreading positivity or like learning new things. But then it really has the other side of it where it's like we I think now it's mostly to show people like what you're up to as well. You know, like you go on a vacation and you feel the need to post or like you have a nice photo of you and you post it. So it's like both and both. So when people ask me, why don't you just delete social media? I'm like. I can stop posting because I don't mind about that. But I think I'll feel so out of the world if I just stop using it because everyone uses social media. So if I want to find out about something happening, it's through social media. If I want to support a friend for their business, it's through social media, you know, if that makes sense. So, yeah, I think the my intentions have shifted, although I've tried to work on it more and more. <laughs> Yeah, it's, 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 it's definitely a hard thing to sort of um, use the right amount of time on social media, isn't it? Because beforehand, like just, just like you and probably uh, most of us when we first got it, it was just a I don't know, chat with our friends here and there. But especially now when it's locked down and you can't go and talk to people outside anyways, so you're pretty much... Uh, on there all the time for the most part and I, I, I think I actually deleted Instagram at least the app off my phone so that like in order to use it I'd have to go for an internet explorer just to make it a bit tougher for me but you're right in terms of everything is on social media you know not just all your friends but like businesses that you want to support as well and it's kind of tough but so you touched on for example you feel obliged to be on it and obliged to post things right um and with that, like, do you think, do you guys think that it's affected your work, your mental health, or even your social skills to an extent? And if so, has it been an overall positive, an overall negative, or you think it depends? Because for me, it's like, I think it used to be positive, but then as the lockdown came in, like I, I usually have an outlet from social media, which is going outside right to talk to different people to do different things at different events and whatnot but now that everything's inside everything's on social media and I, I used to think that social media was kind of an escape from a real world but now the real world is an escape from social media you know yeah, yeah. Yeah. not to sound not to sound not to sound like super deep but no, <laughs> philosopher philosopher yeah like I, I would rather just spend like, especially since we're literally in third lockdown. Like, it's made me appreciate going outside more. And then, obviously, after coronavirus, I think I'm gonna value, you know, going outside, exploring things. I just think social media has become so repetitive. Mm. 
like especially Instagram it's just it gives me such a headache like oh does anyone feel the same way I know exactly what you mean but it's like me personally I've actually disabled my Instagram account like it's locked off so I've not been on it for a couple months now and yeah it was just the same thing it was like oh, I'd go on the app and every single time that I left the app I'd just be feeling like what was the point I've just wasted time I've just seen a bunch of irrelevant things obviously it's nice and like that is probably the one way that you really get to keep up to date with what's going on in like your friend's life and and stuff but it's also the issue that these platforms are kind of controlling what you see as well like you might think that you're just staying up to date with um, everything that's going on, but like they mentioned on the social dilemma, for example, two people in the same like sort of social social position and situation might be seeing completely different things, and it can kind of just like warp your perception of what reality is. And coming off of the app, I guess it, it's just like allowed my mind to be a little bit clearer, like. But I will admit, I do feel a bit disconnected. I'm not really sure what's going on in the world right now, but at least I feel a bit more like focused on like, what's going on in my life personally. No, 100%. I think to go back to what you said, Peter, you don't you don't sound deep at all because that is 100%. <laughs> like, like sometimes I'm with like a, a group of friends and because of, okay, well, I mean, before covid or whatever or with my flatmates i'm with them and then i don't go on my phone i i like i'm like oh my god i haven't been on my phone for so long it's like such a huge thing when i don't go on my phone but it feels so good it feels like i'm just relaxing like there's nothing that is gonna make me think negatively because like you said, um, Olu, that uh, social media kind of controls what we see. And from the Social Dilemma movie as well, it shows, it says that they actually know what makes you happy, what makes you sad, what makes you feel insecure, what makes you... And so sometimes when I go on social media, it makes me start like not being grateful for the life I have or maybe even how I look or something. Because without social media, you're content. With everything you have, with how you look, you're thinking, mm, you know, today I look good. And you go on social media and you see like, for me, for example, I see someone who, you know, like a girl that maybe has been going to the gym and she's got this nice body. It makes me think, oh, now I feel bad about myself when I didn't a few minutes ago. Or someone who's made it in life or has a house and I'm thinking, oh, I still live in student accommodation. You know, it makes you think, it makes you like not be grateful. So when I'm off my phone, I just live in the moment. Like it feels so good. Mm. <laughs> so yeah, hundred percent agree with what you guys are saying. Yeah, you're you're definitely right. I think I'm guessing. So comparison is probably one of the biggest things, isn't it? For um, when it comes to social media and that, when you are on social media, you compare yourself a lot more. Or at least I find that that's the case for me. Um, and sometimes these things will be completely irrational because obviously with social media, what you put on there is never, or is rarely your your um, your dark moments or times when you're down, right? You only post highlights or the whole of social media is just everyone's highlight reels, isn't it? And so when you're comparing where you currently are to somebody's highlight reel, most of the time you're going to feel down, you know? And people don't, 
process or they don't document the whole process that I took to get to that certain stage and whatnot. So you can feel like, oh, wow, they've done something so easily, whereas I'm here or I'm feeling like this, whatever, like that. Um, but yeah, other than comparison, do you guys have any other things that annoys you the most about social media? If you can pick like, one or two things that annoys you about social media. Um, I don't know if anyone can relate, but like, you know, on like social media apps like Snapchat and Instagram, you can have like a private story or on Instagram is like close friends. And I feel like because of that, I always use that. And now I feel insecure posting on my main story. Does anyone feel that? Or is that just me? I know, but, but, but that depends. Is that because you're showing like your real self on your close friends, but you're showing uh, an image or your social profile on like, your main? That's deep. I I'm not even trying to be deep. <laughs> feel comfortable like posting on my main anymore like it just makes me insecure about what like other people seeing me like I don't know it just is weird like I never felt like that before those were introduced I've posted whatever but now I'm like so not used to it it kind of feels outside my comfort zone and I've been talking to a few of my friends and they feel the same thing they don't like posting on their main it makes them a bit insecure but but why do you feel that way is it because that there's more people that let's say you don't really have strong connections with or is it just the image that your main profile upholds that you've been perhaps like, trying to build because for example it's like i feel like our social media profiles it's like a it's like a cv in a way you know it's a personal brand everyone's got their own personal brand these days that is their social media if it's not linkedin then it's instagram right and so personally i don't care because if i do post like i don't know once every six months then it would just be something random but that's because i don't use it as a business yet so yeah. i understand it but why, why do you think that is why do you perhaps feel a bit insecure i feel like it's a bit of both but i feel like for me personally it's probably like the first thing like showing that to ev like everyone like I feel like as I've gone older, I've become more private, maybe. Mm -hmm. So I just don't feel comfortable. Yeah. No, I feel exactly the same way. Like that exact thing you said about your public versus private story. For me, I could probably see it more on Snapchat. Like Instagram as well, yeah, cool. But Snapchat, when I go through my memories and I see what I was posting, like when I was... Like, let's just say that like, three, four years ago, I was like, what on earth was I doing? Just Same. like in the club, just like <laughs> taking the videos and everything. I was just like, oh no. Like, why was I showing that to my entire Snapchat story? But now I look back at <laughs> like, I don't know, I just had the thought, like literally like you said, maybe it is a bit nicer to just be a bit private with certain things. Like wow. share, it was like, I would say intimate moments not really being in the club, but like those like more personal moments with the people you're closest with mm. and like let those relationships kind of en like enrich themselves that way rather than just exposing yourself to everyone. I think like the private story 
kind of made you think, oh, like I can kind of choose who's viewing. And then you start realizing like, who do I actually care about seeing this version of myself? And that kind of just creates this divide where it's just like, oh, actually now I'm posting with people who I don't really care too much about exposing myself to. And I think like just that introduction of the private story kind of did, did just change everything. It made you aware of who you're exposing yourself to. Yeah, you're right. I think, I think it's like one of those things where social media has obviously encouraged people. Like, God, as you said before, like you feel obliged to upload, right? Um, but a lot of people, probably not including myself, like in the past, it's just all about flexing, you know, or trying to prove to other people that you're living a cool life, which when you think about it, it's so dumb because these people don't even care about you. You know, half, half the time, you don't even know them. <laughs> so so when you think about it, it's like, well, what's the point, you know, what's the point in putting on this front and wasting time just to do all of this? But it's, it's, it's the mindset for a lot of people now because it's, it's in a way it's encouraged, especially when you see a lot of people getting famous off of um, my random stuff, you know, so people will do do anything for clout, you know. <laughs> but, yeah, that's a, that's a different topic as well. But, yeah, for me, it's like, oh, you're right. And that I've learned how to just be a bit more private because it also helps me realise that, you know, you never know things that can come back to bite you because once something's on the internet, it's, it's on the internet. So... I think I'll go back to what you said about, like, kind of have to, you kind of have to like prove to people. And I remember once, maybe like two years ago, when I was asked like how many countries I've been to, and I've been to a lot, many countries. And then the person I was speaking to was like, really, how come like, it's not on your Instagram? I'm thinking, what do you mean? So just cause it's not on my Instagram, doesn't mean I've done it. That doesn't make sense because like, you know, you could say, oh, you won this award, blah, 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 but I think, because you haven't posted it and people haven't seen it, it's not really believable. Mm-hmm. And that's, so it goes back to what you're saying about just flexing back in the day. And to answer your question, I think one thing for me that I dislike about social media is like the validation that we sometimes think, like want from people, because it's only recently that I started thinking that the reason we post is because we want attention, because you're posting a story and let's say no one tells you, oh, you look good. Or like, oh, you know, comments on it. You feel like you feel down about it type way. Or you post a nice picture. No one really likes it. No one comments on it. You start having these negative thoughts. So then it just made me think, wow, so what's the point of posting just to receive a few comments or likes? Because I bet you if Instagram was to take, take off the comment sec- section or the likes, and all we did was just post, I doubt many of us will be just posting because then would feel, what am I just posting for you to see my life? You know, it like kind of changes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So it's that it's that instant gratification thing, isn't it? Um, that is so prevalent now in in society, and it, it's teaching people it's something I had to I teach myself or unteach in that because I'm trying to do things that give me delayed gratification. So, for example, I mean, working out is one of the like, biggest things, for example, is that the results come later down the line. 
but you're right in terms of when you post things and you get those likes right away it's like it's like dopamine rush you know what i mean so it comes to you and then you're like oh cool this is this is pretty decent but then like for an hour later it doesn't mean anything so but yeah i mean so we talked a lot about now how it affects you guys um and we touched on a few negatives here and there but do you think there's positives to social media and if so what are they and how can we use social media perhaps a bit more positively that one so if you guys have an answer go for it i think there are positives like obviously if you're on social media you'll feel you know more well involved and like i mean you know long distance if you're you know far from your friends it does give you that connection um there are a few of mine ideas yeah cuz i think like originally when social media was created i don't think it was to um track all of your data to to sell these these ads to to you you know i, I feel like i like to believe that when social media was created it was it was for in the name you know socializing with people you know staying in touch with your friends with you which is true like i still think it's amazing how you can connect with anyone across the world and talk to them at any time right but it's become so much more than that so for me it's about just trying to use social media literally just for messaging mm. and that is tough you know um but that's why i sort of delete instagram just so if i really needed to message someone i'd have to go through the whole process of going through an internet explorer it just makes it a bit less enticing to use it just because it's longer um i mean with obviously with your running your personal projects and businesses like instagram which is social media in general is a massive business tool you know so using that but perhaps i separate it too i actually said you use linkedin more now right yeah i think separating the two yeah. because i think social media is a great help when it comes to like starting you know even like the g team we need to, when you need, you know we're trying to put a lot of positivity out there but like you need the support type thing and the only way to do it is kind of through social media because as, as much as you know so many people you're you're not going to get that much support even people that start businesses etc it definitely flyers or something that's not going to work now so i think like you said is just separating the two as using social media um just when it comes to like you know like you said like businesses or like trying to start a project of yours rather than just personal accounts flexing and you know people posting like a huge ass meal when it oh language sorry like a huge meal and you know there's like people around the world that can't even afford half of that meal they're flexing oh I'm about to eat this so yeah it's just finding the right balance i guess knowing what to do with your account or whatever Yeah. No, it makes sense. I think it comes down to whether like you believe that you're using social media or whether like social media is using you and whether it's actually a tool in your life. And like you said like if you're you know trying to build your business, improve your marketing, like you can definitely use it as a tool. If it is really just like trying to share your life 
like with the people who are closest to you, and that's your goal. And that's you can use it as a tool that way as well. And I'd say in in those cases, you're using it as a net positive. But when it gets to the point where it's like, you know, maybe you go on Twitter and you're just like, I don't know, Twitter, I just see something annoying, it just makes me annoyed. Like, I'm angry. Someone's just tweeted absolute nonsense. I'm like, no, why, why, is everyone, why is everyone agreeing? And I just like have to, I have to just like take a break from it every now and then because I realize I go on the app, expect like something good, like maybe I'll laugh, maybe not. But every single time, it's just like I leave it and my mood is way worse than it was when I got on. So like in those situations, I'd say it's like a net negative. And it's about, like you said, just trying to find the balance, like maybe like restricting yourself in certain ways, using things like screen time. And I wanted to ask that you guys, is that something that you've tried to use to like try and cut down on social media at all? I mean, I, I literally have to block block apps and set. I downloaded this app just to <laughs> limit the time. And literally, if I get to that amount of time, I can't use it for the rest of the day just because I know literally how much I've, I've become addicted to it. So I have to set that just to retrain myself just to not use it. Yeah. <laughs> well, that would be good, yeah. Um, for me, I think Instagram, because you can, I think, limit how long it's been and then it gives you like a notification. So definitely, I've, I've tried to use that. I can't say that it went well all the times, but it did make me feel a bit bad when I've gone over the time limit because I'm like, why can't you just do this? And I do check my screen time on my phone, so I could use it more, to be honest, but it has been something I've tried to answer your question. I think um, apps like Instagram and like Twitter have so much like of your screen time is because it's like in a continuous scroll so it's like you think you're on there for like a minute but before you know it you're on there for 10 minutes just scrolling and it's, it's designed like that on purpose so it's like when I my screen time is like really high it's literally because of reasons like that and especially with TikTok too how it's just an endless scroll <laughs> Awesome. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I had to set a limit on that as well. I mean, for me, it's like I feel like one of the biggest things that keeps you on is obviously from one thing, they, they analyze the things that you like the most and they'll show you the content that you're most likely to click on because you know, research and all of that. Um, but on top of that as well, I think it's just the amount of fake news <laughs> and fake stories that come out from the Instagram and all these other outlets. And, and even if they're, they're ridiculous or they annoy you, now Oli, you said there's a lot of things you see that annoy you, right? But that will probably keep you on there even more because now you're like, damn, I'm so annoyed about this now. Yeah. Why did that person say this? Now I say this. And like, yeah, it's, it, it's cool that people are a lot more informed about, let's say, things that the news aren't covering. But at the same time, so much just false stories are coming out, which is completely ridiculous but it, it keeps you on there and it spreads as well i think there's a stat that says um fake news is six times more likely to spread than real news online which is crazy but it's because that sensational stories or sensational titles are obviously going to catch your attention more than real news because 
more time real music is probably quite boring right and um i think what what i've had to learn is that just to do my research more when it comes to checking things because i don't want to be one of those people who gets let's say 100% on their opinions on instagram because i feel like that can be very very dangerous and i've at least divided in a lot of people as well in terms of there's always like one harsh side and another harsh side and there's no middle ground between two points you know whether that's things like politics um money or just loads of different topics right i feel like conversations can be had at least in person if there's more real news coming about but how much do you think fake news is like an issue do you think it's an issue at all do you think it affects you oh for sure i think i relate immediately because literally two days ago a lot of people were circulating that in banga where i live that girls are being um we have this hill called the b hill can't say the word because this is online and it's like a steeple and apparently like some girls were circulating news that they've been like dragged and they've been followed and everyone was posting like guys be careful blah, 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 blah. and like i even had friends texting me saying you know you i'm never gonna let you walk alone and i was like oh my god like oh my what's happening and it helps to create this like image about oh like some men in Bangor and etc and i go on facebook and because i follow the police in Bangor, they were like we've heard of rumors spreading about this and we can um they said how no one has come forward to that they've checked cctv and that's not happening. So I'm like, why would you create that rumor to scare everyone and get some attention for yourself when it's not even true? Like, that's scary, because I was scared for myself. I was like, oh my God, the amount of times I've walked alone. And it makes you like start just panicking extra, but then it's the rumor. Why? What's the point? It's not nice. Yeah. So I had to come back in, because it just <laughs> happened like recently. Yeah, I think it's facts as well. That there's so many stories that go around and it's it's particularly scary because now it gets to a point where it's kind of like the, the boy that, that cried wolf and it becomes like more difficult for you to believe it when someone presents like something crazy that's happened. I think our generation now is way less global and way more skeptical than maybe like generations before, particularly when it comes to things on the internet. Like you just have to look at how many like grandmas are just becoming like the victims of fraud and stuff. Like whenever I see a message from a bank, even if everything looks official, I'm curious, like something like seems like it's up. And I wonder if just being a part of this generation that's like grown up on social media, grown up on the internet, and it's constantly exposed to all these different things. You've, like, you know, those, those videos that we used to watch, like there could be literally be a crocodile flying through the air. And we'd, we'd be like, oh, whoa, this looks amazing, it's real. But now if we see something like that, it's fake. But our we'll parents are spreading that around WhatsApp. Like it's still the same thing going on. Do you remember the 5G videos? Yeah. Oh, what do you mean? The conspiracy, the conspiracies are the worst because they sound so believable as well. Me too. I kind of like it. <laughs> you know what I mean? But that's it. It's because it's, it's so sensational. You know what I mean? You see the title and you see the first 
five seconds in the video, you know, oh my days, if this is real, that's so crazy, right? But like, as much as you say, it's, it's a good thing that we double check everything. And like these days, like, we're more skeptical, but at the same time, it's hard because there's so much fake news around, you know? Um, like a lot of the time, I'm like, wow, what do I even believe anymore? <laughs> Because that is, that is deep. I feel, I feel, I feel like this episode, I'm just trying to be No, you're trying to try. But, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like that's that's why I had to switch off for a while because to I need to allow myself to sort of formulate my own opinions and then do research on different things as well. I feel like that's that's really overlooked these days just because you have so much uh, access to news uh, all around you, right? But if 80% of that is trash, then you're not actually learning anything. You're just learning a lot of trash or you're filling your mind with a bunch of trash. So, yeah. I like what you said there about formulating your own opinion. Yeah, I, I say that because like, I feel like, as I said, a lot of people get their opinions entirely from social media now because it's, it's kind of a crowd effect thing because you see everyone thinking a certain way, feeling a certain way, saying something about a certain thing, right? And whether this, whether it's for a good cause or, or, or not, I still feel like it's good to formulate your own opinion because ultimately, if you do your own research and you can come up with like an opinion that's actually backed up by what you've seen, then it's all fair game. But for me, like let's say in a debate and people have two differing opinions and you ask them, well, why do you feel that way? A lot of the time it's because, oh, because I, I heard it from this one video on Instagram or um, because my friend told me to. I, I think that's a problem because it's good to have differing opinions here and there. At least I feel like it is. You know, that's something I've been trying to do is is to, to read things that I actually disagree with and I watch things that I disagree with just to at least get a perspective. Um, and if I don't agree with them, I can at least understand why perhaps certain people feel a certain way about some things. And I feel like that's overlooked. And that's what I mean when I talk about there's a massive divide in that you say there's people from one side and people from another side and there's, there's no attempt to create an understanding. Sometimes you can't do that, I understand. Um, but a lot of the time, I feel like people, for example, when you're trying to convince them about something, they just don't know because they haven't had the same experiences as you, right? And until you explain your experiences and why that's led you to think a certain way about a certain thing, then they won't understand that either, you know? And I feel like now it's more of a case of, oh, if, if you think this way or if you support this, then you're cancelled immediately, right? And... A lot of time I feel like people can change for the better, you know, or, or even you yourself, you know, you can change. Cause I feel, I feel like there's always something to learn about every single person that I talk to, which is why I love networking, you know, even, even if it's online now, but yeah, I don't know. what do you guys think? I agree. Like, I think people are a bit too impatient when it comes to things like that when it comes to disagreements and arguments particularly online i found like i never really get into 
heated arguments online these days, but back in the day, like, if it was something political, maybe I'd get involved, like, when I was way younger. And it's draining. You're thinking about it, oh, no, I can't. What's this guy going to say? I need to make sure I respond better, and I need to make sure my argument's better. And it's taking up all this mental energy, like, stressing you out. And more time, you're not even trying to see where they're coming from. Mm. You just want to win. Like, you're not arguing to understand, you're arguing to win. And, like, that's... I think that's the main problem when it comes to engaging in these kind of arguments on social media. Um, no one's really trying to take that time to understand or even just listen to what the other person is saying. They just want to be heard. They just want to um, like say, this is what I believe. And this person told me that, so it must be true. And anyone who believes anything otherwise, they're just wrong. Mm. And I think everyone sees it as black and white, but there needs to be a bit more effort, a bit more patience, like when it comes to trying to understand the person you're arguing against. I'm going to put that in my notes. I like what you said. More, now we tr we argue to win, but not argue to understand. Wow. Mm. It's, it's all about ego, isn't it? I mean, back in the day, that Snapchat beef was real. Not that I participated in it either, but uh, let's go through the stories and see, oh my days, I can't believe they said this. They said, but crazy stuff on Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's so, it's so crazy. Um, and yeah, like, like seeing that sort of stuff, I have to think to myself as well, like how, how big is my ego and like how much does it affect me if it does at all? I don't think it affects me that much, or at least I like to think so, but I, I don't know until, for example, I, I'd, I'd ask, I remember like a while ago, I'd ask people about their first impressions of me. Because um, there's always one something that you think about yourself and then something that people actually think about you. And for the most part, it's all right. But then like a few people would say, oh, I came across like a bit cocky or like, um, I felt like I knew, knew like, everything and whatnot it's like hmm, fair enough but then but now i could see it like from from their perspective do you know what i mean so rather than taking it as an offense so i kind of i can understand it. and, and it, it's similar to what i was saying earlier about having that understanding you know a lot of the time people don't want to offend you or people don't um think a certain way just just to, just to annoy you, right? That's not the case. It's just their experiences have led them to where they are. Um, I feel a lot of the times like you don't know until you've walked in the same shoes that they have because if you had the exact same experiences and um, life that they have, you will probably think like them too, you know? And, and all of you writing that things aren't so black and white and it's good. It's like a morally gray area. And I think if people spend that time to like find something pretty cool you know I, I don't know if you guys watch these videos but you guys you guys watch like, the jubilee videos on youtube yeah 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 they have that was it what series what's the series called middle ground it is called middle ground right yeah, it's called middle ground yeah yeah but now like, for you if you guys haven't seen these shows then they'll essentially they'll have a, a topic and they'll have two people um on like um, on one side and, and, and on the other side. For example, if it's politics or if it's racism, um, well, it's literally everything. Debates about money, 
Uh, and yeah, like things like that, that, those discussions are really cool because you have people from opposing ends actually coming together and actually trying to have an understanding and trying to find some middle ground. And sometimes, you know, sometimes you're still not going to agree after that. That's fine. But at least I feel like if you make that effort to try and see the other perspective, then it can help develop things, you know what I mean? Rather than just cancelling people or saying, no, you're wrong, everyone's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it all comes under understanding and just hearing people out. It's definitely like I've had situations where we're like kind of the same as you, where it's like their first impression of me is like very, again, like you said, like cocky and like just, I don't know you know and then they got to know me and they're like oh okay so different but it was like just about hearing where they're coming from and then obviously you know there's certain people have certain image of you know they see like a mixed person and then they think oh this mixed person is like you know coming from a rich family and they're like very and then they see that actually no that's just a stereotype type thing so it's like I understand where they're coming from it's just about listening to others and understanding because I could do the same. I've, I bet I've had wrong first impressions of people, but yeah, my, my thought process just cut. Sorry, carry on. No, you're making some good points. Like that first impression thing and like how, you know, when you hear it from other people that like they've got this opinion of you it's so important to like, just know that you know yourself. I just like make sure you know yourself. And like, when someone like sort of tries to bring this opinion like of you and like trying to implant in your head that you at least like you know yourself and that you've got that strength there, you've got that like foundation to fall back on. Mm. So whenever like these like sort of personal attacks kind of come that you're able to defend it, but then it's also just being aware, self-aware enough as well that some of these criticisms might actually just be constructive. And there's some of them that you can take on board. Like, I think it's very important to just like be able to distinguish the difference between like, nastiness and like uh, constructive criticism. Because some of the stuff, like, I found myself that my natural reaction is, oh, this person's just a hater. They're just trying to bring me down. But in reality, like I could actually take on board some of what they said and become a better version of myself. So having that self-awareness is about like knowing yourself, one, so you've got that foundation. And also, secondly, um, being, I'd say, humble enough and e eager I'm willing to listen um, so you can take on board like good advice. But yeah, it's, just trying to, it's hard trying to find the balance between the two. Yeah. yeah, I think relating it back to social media, it's, um, I think people also create that certain image of you based on what you post. So if you're always posting, you know, you're on holiday or like you're posting, banging some nice outfit, blah, blah, blah. They will have that image of, okay, she might be, you know, or it might be. It all comes down to no. It should be a conversation that we should have for you to then 
then you can like formulate your opinion on me. But when you're just looking at me through social media and just through the good side I show you, you will think this person has a good life. This person always looks good. You won't see the bad side of things. And I think as I was thinking of this earlier, like nowadays you meet someone and it's like, have you got Instagram? It's not, what's your number? Let me... Let me talk, you know, let me text you, don't even WhatsApp. You know, it's always, have you got Instagram? Yeah, 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 follow me. And then once you follow, they're just added to a pile of followers who you probably won't speak to again. It's just like, why? I've done that before. I'm like, like I even started deleting people from my Instagram. I'm like, I know I added you, but we didn't even have that conversation after that. What's the point of being on my Instagram anymore? And we've forgotten how it is to actually just ask someone, what's your number? And to just text. Like, I don't know. Nah, it's true. I, I can't lie. I feel like I've had to reteach myself some social skills. Uh, even now, in, like in lockdown, I feel like it's been a while since I've talked to people in person. Oh, now I'm trying to make a more conscious effort to have more conversations. This is why this podcast is pretty cool for me because I oh cool, so I get to talk to people again, kind of. <laughs> but nah, you're right. It's a lot. A lot of people don't. And I value just a normal conversation um, anymore. And the thing with social media as well is, especially when it comes to certain debates or something, as, as you said, God, it's like people's perception of you, if they haven't met you, especially it's just what you post online, right? And it's just your, your social profile. And the thing is, is where you tie that into, let's say, uh, a debate or some criticism that you're getting online, you'll take a certain comment the way that you want to take it because that person's not there in person. No, you're not speaking to them in person. Um, and that's happened a lot to me actually when, this is back when I was doing like inactive things, right? And, and talking to people from different universities about different projects and they, they give me some criticism and I take that like quite personally and I'd be like, wow, this, this, this guy's a hater. You know, these guys are just hating. But then, but then you go and meet them. Uh, and at first, uh, the situation is a hostile because you think they hate you. But that's not the case at all. You know? <laughs> and I, it's, it's funny. A lot of my close friends have, have come from those types of conversations <laughs> originally online where, like, I thought they, they, they didn't like me or whatnot. But it's not the case, you know? It's, and it's just the case. I, I took it how I wanted to take it without actually trying to get to know them better you know but, but that's something that, that I've had to learn a lot is, is trying to get a decently well-rounded um, profile on people before assuming things mm-hmm. yeah we do it automatically though that's the thing it's mm-hmm. like Rangers does it naturally I swear they say like First impressions like pretty much made and solidified within thirty seconds of meeting someone. I thought it was like three. Three. <laughs> no, you're, you're right. It is like it's three, three, right? Seconds. Yeah. And it's like that's literally their body language, probably like facial expression, just physical appearance, maybe like the tone of their voice, and you've already like decided what kind of person they are, and it's crazy. I can't lie, I'm guilty of this. Like when I'm working at Tesco and I'm on the tour and I'm talking to people, I'm like. Hmm, I wonder what kind of person this is. Always try and have a conversation with them, see if I can get a laugh out of them. But to me, it's just it's just interesting. Like I have this idea of who they are in my head, and I could just be completely wrong, but I'll never know. 
Yeah, it's, okay. it's crazy. First impressions. Yeah, one of the ones. Obviously, I used to work at Tesco too, so. <laughs> Squad. <laughs> yeah, come on. No, no, it's, it's right. It's just, just a lot of the time when you just assume things about strangers or whatnot. And sometimes, now my mind will go everywhere and I think the most random thing, I don't know if any of you do this, but you walk past a stranger, like past the street and you'll think, hmm. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> some... I, bet, I bet they listen to this artist or I bet <laughs> yeah I know you mean <laughs> like, why, why do we do that <laughs> do you know what I find weird like we cross like so many people and we're just like walking about and their lives are literally just as complex as ours yeah and like we're just in our own headspace oh it's just another person like to us they might not mean much like who knows, maybe we've seen them a couple of times in town before. But like, they could be a complete stranger. But they might have just like had either the best day of their life, the worst day of their life, they could have just had a child, got a big promotion, like they could just be pumped. I just wouldn't know any of it. And I feel like there's this, there's kind of like a disconnect. This might be like to do with social, social media, like the way that we find out things about other people these days isn't really through conversation, isn't mm. through in-person interaction. It's often through social media. Yeah. It's like through a post or some update or like yeah. a status. That's how we know what's going on in other people's lives. And yeah, I feel like I just wish it was a bit easier to be open. And I would say, yeah, even particularly like with, with strangers as well. Because that's actually the majority of people. <laughs> I don't know if someone, any of you know this, but like sometimes, just like you said, like sometimes just walk on the street and there's a lot of people. I'm just like, I wonder what everyone's story is. Like mm-hmm. sometimes we get so carried away with our lives and think the world basically revolves around us. Because you think, you just think of yourself, your circle, and a few people you know here and there. But then when you actually think of the bigger picture, it's like, wow, there's how many more people in this world and every person has their story. It's, it's crazy. Bunkers. Yeah, it's, it's easy to get isolated and feel like, yeah, uh, every, you're in your own world. I, th- I think especially because of social media, isn't it? Yeah. And just, mm-hmm. just everything that's just revolved around you. Um, yeah, and no, when it comes to just strangers and everything as well, I I really miss that actually. <laughs> just just having random conversations. Yeah, you, you know, like <laughs> I used to do it when I, when back in Loughborough when I'd be sitting by a bus stop or something. I just start speaking to a stranger, and they, they probably think I was weird, um, and that's fine. But <laughs> but I learned I learned something, you know, or I get a different perspective. And then so people like, just like that. How are you? Or smile. Yeah. Like literally, I don't find it weird at all. <laughs> yeah, I always wonder, what was it actually like before social media? Obviously, obviously, I have lived before social media, but didn't really use it when 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 it wasn't around. You know, like I think about it as well. It's like before you meet now, before you meet someone for the first time, you technically know everything about them already, or everything that they they want you to know. If they're on online, you know what I mean? So 
And I think, wow, before before people used to go on dates without knowing anything about the person, that's crazy, you know? Yeah. It's like, because how that really works now. So would you even trust someone now if you didn't know uh, at least a little bit about them? Because yeah. that, doing that background check is so normal now. Yeah, I feel like we just got trust issues. <laughs> like... <laughs> A whole generation, and like that's going to be a whole other episode. <laughs> nah, Trust just... issues, episode one, season two. Stage that's, what that's what we need. But yeah, everyone, like, I just don't trust people anymore. It's crazy. Like, <laughs> if you don't know someone, like, if I'm I'm meeting for someone for the first time, like, I do need to have that kind of background. Choice. I need to like. But why do you think that is? So is it because so, is, is it largely social media? It's become practice. I'd say like globalization and like the internet in general. Obviously, social media is a part of that. But like social media can just be weaponized. For example, like we're saying, say you've got your address out there. Anyone can, and you've got a public profile. Anyone can just find that and they know where you live. Like maybe you've got like your other social medias on there. I just feel like as soon as I really sat down and had to think about it, I was like, I definitely want to be a bit more private. Like, I definitely, I don't want like all this information exposed. I feel like there's just, yeah, just the ability of, or like the the possibility of social media being weaponized against yeah. people. Like, that's just what's making me a bit. It's giving me these trust trust issues. Yeah, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> I think even like because we were talking about going on a date or something like we actually have like we scan a person so like I bet in my past I've probably checked the guy's profile and I was like you know his dress sense what is it saying what does it do it's important you wear supreme nah it's not for me that's a bit mad because I didn't even get to know the person and it might be the loveliest person ever, but because of one little picture, I was like, what shoes are those? Are something silly? I'm thinking, yeah, no, not my type. I'm silly. <laughs> you know what? Now that you feel like that, it does sound really good. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But, but we're, all, we're all guilty of it, or at least not in the past, you know, because you just assume so much. And I, I feel like because there's so many people out there with social media, everything's so readily available, you really have maybe like less patience than you should have. Um, and yeah, that's something that not being off social media for a while has helped me to do. But overall then, would you guys say social media is a positive thing or a negative thing? In your life? Yeah, it's different for everyone. For me? It's, I, yeah. it's always finding the balance. It's balance, right, yeah. I'd say... Now that I'm spending the less time on it, it's is is a positive because I use it again, like just to talk to the people that I really care about, or just to um, start projects here and there. Like the things that originally were the good things, and I try to stay away from the bad news. And I feel like again, it still can be used positively. But if I could just give out any tips, it's just. And do your do your research <laughs> on anything, no matter no matter how big or small it is, and 
up to preference, but I'd say yeah, be careful of what you put out there and, and if you want it to be out there because once it's on the internet, it's on there forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think My it's important. Just, sorry, go on. No, it's fine. <laughs> I was just going to say, um, I just think it's important to know your limits. Mm. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I think for me, it's just don't compare yourself to anything you see online because that really, really just it's not good for your self-esteem and you start, you know, like, like give yourself a love, like, you know, self-compassion and self-love and be like, what you see out there is merely what anyone is going through. And I know I am a huge, like, I'm very guilty of it because I do compare myself. It's very easy to do so, but it makes me feel terrible. And then we just have to be reminded that that's just 1% of whatever they're living. Just like we don't show, you know, when we're crying or we're going through something, it's the same way that other people aren't showing the bad side. So just don't compare. Big facts. Yeah. Any thoughts on you? Mm. Okay. Ah, she said know your limits. What does that mean? Like, if you know something's deliberately... Like you said when you were on Twitter, like you knew something was deliberately going to pee you off. So it's like deliberately not downloading Twitter. Do you know what I mean? Stuff like that. Okay, like so just like yeah, knowing your limits and then like yeah, actually like, as well. Yeah, like if you know something makes you insecure, like on your explore page, if you see like, you know, these Instagram models or something which makes you insecure or like big flexes, like just to make sure to like, you know, block or just like unsuggest them. Kind of like that, mm-hmm. yeah. It's a good idea. I never used to do all that stuff. Like, I kind of just took it as it came, like, whatever. No, I, I, I used to do that, but, like, now, like, just, uh, I feel so much better, like, controlling my social media. Okay. Yeah. I said, I've been self-aware or just taking your own initiative to control how much you use it is, is definitely important as well. Already setting something up so that you can control it. But yeah. Thank you guys. It's been a it's been a really, really cool conversation, as it always is on here. Um I hope you guys are that's not really big up, big up, big up GT. Yeah. And yeah, that's the final episode of uh episode I was gonna say the final episode of episode one. <laughs> the final episode of season one of the GT team. Uh we're gonna be back with season two soon, hopefully with new guests. And yeah, I hope you guys have enjoyed. Hope you guys have learned something new. Hope you guys have engaged decently with these conversations. It's always uh, cool to have you guys on here just to talk about so many different things. Whatever it is, whatever it is. Whatever it is, you know. Yeah, it's a cool experience. Yeah, so before we end off, is there anything that you guys would like to plug, you know, on social media? (laughs) Whether that's a project, whether that's your profile, whatever. Not at the moment, no. Just obviously G team and that. G team. Follow G team on Instagram, guys. You're gonna spend time on Instagram? You spend time on that page. Yeah. Yeah. Coolest people ever, honestly. Yeah. Ash. Thank you and all the way as well for for this. It's been really nice. And Ash for your um, opinion as well. It's a really cool conversation. Thank 
cool. In that case, I hope you guys enjoyed and I hope you have a good day. Love. Peace. Bye.